This is a presentation of the Pitch Podcast Network. KC Top 5 is brought to you by Worlds of Fun. Worlds of Fun is now accepting applications for all positions, including ride operators, lifeguards, cashiers, cooks, and bartenders. All positions come with competitive pay, paid training, and best of all, free admission. Leadership positions are available. Working at Worlds of Fun means you will receive worlds of friends, worlds of flexibility, and worlds of experience. Literally, it's worlds of fun. Get a head start now on your worlds of opportunity. Apply at worldsoffun.jobs or text FUN to 97211. That's FUN, F-U-N, to 97211. Hey there, my name is Patrick Moore, and this is KC Top 5, a Kansas City listicle podcast where we make top five lists about Kansas City. On today's show, we have the editor-in-chief here at The Pitch, Brock Wilbur, returning. And we have SX Noir, a Kansas City native who now lives in New York, but she is the president of the Women of Sex Tech and the host of the Thought Leader podcast. So I will not waste any time. We are doing top five first date spots. So let's get to it. Well, I'll introduce myself. Yes. So my name is, this is going to be on video, right? I usually like do video for socials, but it's mainly just audio. Okay, great. Well, if you're listening or watching, um, my name is SX Noir. I am the president of the Women of Sex Technology. Um, I'm a sex technologist. I do many, many things in this wonderful world, um, but I have an activism. I have an activism background in sex work and sex tech. Um, I am also the host of my own podcast called Thought Leader Pod. That's T-H-O-T Leader Pod, where we talk about everything sex technology. So tune into that. I have a new season coming out very soon. And yeah, I'm born and raised in Kansas City. So that's something important to know about me. I I will be living in New York by the time this probably airs, but I'm from Kansas City. I've been enjoying Kansas City for the last nine months um, because of COVID and just, it's been really nice to be reintroduced to the place that was born. Because I, I was going to ask what sex technology, and then you immediately followed up with, I have a podcast where we talk all things yeah. sex technology. So it's like, <laughs> I'll just, I'll shut the fuck up and just hit the subscribe button. It was that easy. <laughs> so I do love when, every, when anyone says that. That's my favorite sentence by far. But the first um, episode of the, the series, I answer the question of what is sex tech? And so for the most part, it is what you're thinking. If you're like, the first thing that pops into your brain, I guarantee it is sex tech, but it intersects on health, wellness, entertainment, um, social change, and all these different things. Anything sex and tech. So it's pretty. It's a pretty wide spectrum there. Yeah, that really is. Well, thank you for coming on the show. And I didn't know you were moving to New York, so that's cool. Um, yeah, I, I am moving back. I am sh- not shockingly, but I actually am really, really sad about it. I'm actually really not, um, I'm not like excited about going back i've been loving being in kansas city so it was a good it was a decent place to be in terms of uh the pandemic i think it was uh exactly in comparison to new york it was probably a better spot to hang out um yeah new york was depressing it was isolating and depressing so i'm happy i was not there yeah absolutely and if yeah there is a dog barking that's your little dog lucy right oh my god yes i hope y'all can hear her barking but yes i I put her in her in her um her pen for now so but yes i have a little um five pound black pomeranian that's awesome (laughs) named lucy that's the love of my life and brock are your cats running around right now uh i'm i'm at the office not that that negates the possibility that cats could be here Uh, (laughs) no we are good for sound on my end (laughs) all right cool well yeah we're doing top five date spots and uh Brock, do you feel qualified? I know you, you've been married for a long time. Do you feel okay making a, a first date list? I want to be mad at you for saying that I've been married for a long time because I'm a young virile man, but also <laughs> like I have been in a relationship for six years. So maybe it's time for me to can the fuck out of that one. <laughs> no, these are great. These are great first date spots, but also just like date spots, period. Okay, too. sure. But, but particularly first first days, because now we're getting back out. It's COVID, you know, the regulations and all the, the things are capacity limits are up so like it's a hot girl summer so i'm just i'm giving some advice to the boys and girls and everyone in between um how to have a great first date or date during the pandemic and and i'm trying to work from a list of places that have led to me uh having sex uh with the wife of course but like i don't think i can list uh my office at the pitch as the number one date spot in kansas city so no it's a nice couch though (laughs) 
that's not a great first date. Anyone who's no. listening, that's not a great first date. It's it's not ideal. But yeah, I'm I'm single, so maybe my first date spots aren't the best. We'll find out. I don't know. Yeah, we will find out. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I'm just kidding. So okay, so I'm supposed to start with with the number five yeah okay so this was hard so so i um so i picked my list based on many different characteristics mainly like i'm someone who suffers from anxiety um especially during this pandemic um making plans and getting out and going places and seeing people was really just it made me very anxious so i like to go to the same places often um and i found that that really does help with my anxiety and like if you're someone who suffers from anxiety and you go and you like to go on first dates it's nothing wrong with picking that one or two spots that you like and just going there all the time for your first dates. Um, that's something I recommend. So for number five, coming in hot would be a picnic at the Nelson. So I'm saying a picnic at the Nelson, hear me out, because times are hard right now. I don't know about any of y'all, but some of us have been on unemployment for over a year. Some of us don't have jobs or, you know, we're living at home or whatever the case may be over the last year. But something beautiful that you can do in Kansas City is go for a picnic at the Nelson. There is no, um, you can be, I think, anywhere on the lawn. I don't think there's anything restricted. And there's some beautiful sculptures and the grass is always very nice and green. Um, And if you pick a nice day, it is straight up beautiful um and so you can go into the museum for free if you like that can still be a little bit of pressure for the first date um you know but if you pick have a picnic you can just stop by and say hey do you have any allergies whatever you all can either go get a little bite together or you can bring something there um and you have a little picnic you know have a little some water some sparkling water whatever bring a little trader joe bottle of wine whatever it may be have a little picnic talk, relax, just be in a beautiful setting. Um, and if you're the, the vibes going and you're kicking, then go inside the museum and look at some art and, and be um, with this person. You're trying to feel out if it works. This is a really great low budget, dare I say zero budget first date option that shows that you're considerate, you're worldly, you like nice things, but it doesn't cost you anything. So that's my first, that's my number five. That, that's a great pick. Cause this is also, this is number two on my list. Okay. Well, you see it? Okay. I love it. No, it's, you're right. Everything you said is totally true. You can do it on a budget. It's great for, yeah. Even if it's just like a short date, like you just want to get coffee there and talk for, you know, half an hour or whatever it is. And it's just beautiful to hang out there. Like you said, it's gorgeous. And yeah, I like that. It's can be short. It can be long. Preface it with whatever you feel you have the capacity for. Um, so I would say, yeah, on a nice day or even like a cloudy day, as long as it's not raining, the Nelson is straight up beautiful, beautiful. Um, so yeah, that's what I got from number five. That's awesome. Yeah. And they have like fun stuff in the summer, like movies in the park. And, uh, I think, yeah, they had mini golf there. I don't know if they still do that, but yeah, all kinds of fun stuff to do there too. That's not just the museum. And and I don't know what's on right now, but I I did go and I saw the Muhammad Ali exhibit, one of the best exhibits I've ever seen in the entire world. Really? It is almost like I had to like take a moment. Like it was very intense and beautiful and just so profound like I don't think I'd ever really looked into Muhammad Ali's story that way um and I I literally had to like step away and come back to the to the exhibition it was it was absolutely amazing so definitely worth checking that out too definitely all right Nelson number five that's a great pick five yeah Brock how about you sir what's your number five Number five for me is, is a pretty easy one. It's the Alamo Draft House Theater uh, here in beautiful Kansas City. Just a wonderful institution filled with great people. And I'm just so glad it's always been here and will always be here. Just a, a great place for the whole family, the kids, every, bring everyone. That's 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 me. And also like a great spot for a first date uh, because uh, you can't, you're not allowed to fucking talk. So it's a good, good two hours to just... Uh, look at each other and uh, occasionally brush hands in the dark. Uh, pretty, pretty low maintenance. So glad that they're there and that nothing will ever happen to them. <laughs> yeah, great place to work. They treat their employees really, really well. I, from what I understood, they never had plumbing problems either. No. That was never an issue. Um, are we sure that the Alamo is still open? I heard that they closed. Oh, they're 100% closed. We, I, I, I wrote the story that shut them down last year. So that's that's the goof that we're doing here. But that used to be that used to be a great spot for that sort of thing. So oh, so they they are closed. They are closed forever. They're they're being reopened under uh, a new an, another company bought them, and it'll be a movie theater again. So oh. it will genuinely be a great place. They're actually putting in like a jazz lounge okay. there, and I was like, okay, all this is way classier, and like it's still got the same seating, food delivery system. Cool. So like. 
cool. <laughs> okay, so that was the sarcasm. Because I literally, like, when you said it, I was like, my heart is breaking because I absolutely <laughs> love the Alamo Draft House. I thought they were back open and I missed it because <laughs> um, I love the Alamo Draft House. I used to intern um, at the mayor's office when I was, like, 18 um, under Sly James. And I would always go, I would go there for lunch, literally. And I would, like, go see a movie while I had my food and it would just be, like, a yeah. moment for me. And I do think it's a great day because guess what? They have a full bar. So you can have, like, a beer, a cocktail, a nice meal. Um, but, yeah, I think I love the Alamo. <laughs> I'm sad you, that they're closed. You've actually answered a question for me, which is that I used to go, like, at, at noon or one for, like, yes. movie screenings. And there used to always be, like, four or five women next to me in the theater and nobody else. And I was like... Who works in vicinity here who's going out for ladies hot, hot girl afternoon uh, yes. to see Jumanji? And I was like, okay, the mayor's office. That's awesome. <laughs> how, was, how was interning for Sly James? I genuinely want to know. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh no, your face just answered it. Never mind. No, I mean, Sly's, Sly's a cool man. I just found like, I, I, I just, I, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's fine, but I think just a few of his politics were just a bit, eh, I don't know, that was with it, but uh, good mind. nice guy. That makes it nice a great experience, office. I'm nice sure. Office. Great people in the off mayor's office. Brock, are you sticking with that for your number five? Yeah, I mean, it's still a genuine answer. There's going to be a theater there. Like a dine-in movie theater is a great first yeah. thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Uh, well, at, and the, at that location at that address at any time of day, right it is still an option. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, then my number five, it's a little out of the box. It has nothing to do with the fact that one of my best friends works there, nor that I'm going to help them with their social media soon. But my number five is Nature Med Dispensary. I think you go in there, you pick out some, some weed, some edibles, you figure out what you're going to do with your evening, and then you go from there. Her self-serving first answer was a lot better than your self-serving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not a first first date if somebody took me and you know why it's not a first first date because i would expect you to buy me like a half ounce or something like that and so unless you're unless you're coming in strong with paying for my marijuana like how dare you make me there if you, like, if you took me there and you were like all right so we're gonna split it I'd be like, I'm calling my weed man. Like, I'm sorry, I can't do this. It's too much. That's fair. Okay, this so it's going to be the theme of all your answers is that this is just showing us exactly why you're single. <laughs> yeah, I just need just to everything on your list is a place you've run social media for, but isn't like a place that people would ever spend more than five minutes at. No, no, that's the only one. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a glimpse into why I'm single, probably. But okay, so you know, that's out of the box and apparently not a very good first date. So that's fine. Now we know. I'm going to try it. We'll see what happens. Okay. I'll let you know. Yeah, let, yeah, let me know. I'd love to. <laughs> Let's go to you for your number four. What's your uh, your next pick? Um, okay, so my number four. I love that you all have, like, I feel like I picked a lot of restaurants. Um, I think the, the rest of mine are restaurants. Yeah, okay. So that's, that's cool. Um, so, you know, this was kind of hard. Um, because I, so I have a puppy and I love to take my dog absolutely everywhere. Like I could do a top five for like places to take your dog as well, because I, I have an emotional support animal, um, a service animal, and I take her everywhere, take her everywhere. So, um, coming in hot for number four would be Barquet. Um, I absolutely love Barquet. I went for the first time and I'm like, this is the most beautiful amazing creation I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. I would come here with my dog, without my dog. It is just vibes. Like if you're a dog person, it's amazing. And you can bring your dogs. Now, the one thing is if you have a small, you have to know what kind of dog they have. Cause if you have a small dog and they have a big dog, you won't be able to be in the same area because the, the, the small dogs can't go in the big dog area. So that's just something to keep in mind of. So, um, you know, but there are areas where you can have both of your dogs together, but they have to be on a leash. Um, I really love Barquet. It's like out over, what's it at? Like over by the river. Um, and the, like the people that work there are fucking nice. Like everyone who goes there, they're all dog people. So they're all incredibly nice and they actually have pretty decent food. They have a bar. Um, and then they have, if you're wondering like, okay, so where are the dogs and where do I eat? Like they have a separate area that are for like humans only, um, that you can get your food and you can have your food. Now this kind of date is more, um, I wouldn't say it's like an athletic date, but like, you're definitely going to wear sneakers. You're going to wear something more casual. Um, and you're probably going to be there for a minute, you know, probably like an hour or so because you want your dog to be able to play. 
Um, and this is a really great first date place because it's pretty low bar to entry. You know, it's pretty, it's pretty casual. And also like you can see how they treat their dog and how much power, not power, but control they have over their dog. If I'm going on a date with someone and their dog is untrained, I'm sorry, it's a wrap. Like if you, if I'm with your dog and you don't have control over your dog or your dog's not trained under your command, that's already a red flag for me. So I love that because in my life, my dog's absolutely going to be around you. Like, how do you treat my dog? How do you treat your dog? Do you like other dogs? Like I freaking love Barque so much. It's like one of the best places here. I don't go as often because um, it's a little bit far from me. I don't drive. Um, and I think it's really social to go. So I like to go with other people and my dog's really small. So it can be kind of hard to find that right balance um, of like who to go with. Um, I like that your answers here are, are, are so well thought through because they're also tests for your date. You're like, I got to see how you like the, the sociological experiment that's about to happen happen between you and my pet, I, I have to test for all these different areas, which I appreciate. Like that is what a first date should include. Because, <laughs> you know, first dates are first dates and they can either continue romantically or in friendship. I think that's something that's important to understand too, is like when you meet people off dating apps or you, you know, meet someone out, your, your friends or someone recommends someone, just because it doesn't move forward in romance doesn't mean this person can't be someone who's in your life. So it's kind of just creating an even ground for them to show who they are. And it's not a place to judge. It's not a place to be mean it's not a place to say oh well you're not these things like I always joke that like if Jerry Seinfeld like people joke about the show Jerry you know Jerry Seinfeld and like how he always was like oh this person is has too big of a nose or this person has this or that like that's how people date today online right so if it's like one little thing comes up that's a problem they're like next I want to date the next person so I think first dates are important to give space to like being able to see someone's true character, like who they really are. Um, and if there's, that's someone that you want to continue being in your life. And so um, bar cable, like if so, it's not like for someone jump, like if someone, if a, someone jumped at a dog, turn off, don't even, don't even look at me. Don't come my way. Like you, I want you to be <laughs> in command of wherever you are. So I think bar yeah. a perfect first date spot. I like that. I like how, yeah, how you treat dogs is a good gauge. Uh, Cause I do that. Like I was in the service industry for over 10 years. So I look at how uh, my dates treat servers. Yes. Yes. That's important. And the list. Yeah. My list has really great places with really awesome people. Right. So like, exactly. If you were rude or dismissive of anything, then that is like, mm -mm. no, 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 no. I don't like that. Yeah, no, that, that's a good one. All right, Barkay, that's great. Yeah, and I've been there. I have an older dog and she doesn't like other dogs. So she doesn't like to go there. So I go there without my dog. And I just pet other people's dogs and it's not weird. Yes. It sounds like it should be, but it's not. No, it's so, I mean, I just will go and I'll just sit there. And I'm like, okay, come up to me. And like the owners love it. Cause they're like, yes, give me a break. <laughs> yeah. They just want to drink their beer. Like, absolutely. Yes. That's good. Uh, Brock, how about you, man? What's your number four? Uh, the, the restaurant. Port Port Fonda. Fonda. Yeah. <laughs> love that you got there with me. No, um, I, I, one that I think has popped up uh, this year, uh, starting in the summer and moving forward uh the front steps of city hall uh because boy howdy isn't there always a cool protest happening there uh with and it, it has been the place that i have uh pretty consistently met some of the coolest people in kansas city uh people like uh so many of the top people running like casey tenants and stuff as they've handcuffed themselves to the doors uh, or, or as people that helped set up the uh, the encampments for protests for several weeks there until the military was called in. Like, yeah, um, protests in general have been an, an exceptional way to meet some of the best people in town. Uh, and also, too, uh, in terms of testing uh, a potential suitor, uh, checking out what somebody's politics might align to uh, based on how they react to a situation. Because uh, because you never know, because people are bad at self-describing where they fall on that spectrum. And sometimes uh, you, you see what they're uh, made of in the moment. So um, pro any sort of protest that's popping up, but there's one almost every day on the steps of City Hall these days. So like, yeah, hanging out around there. Interesting spot to, uh, to, to figure out what somebody's made out of. <laughs> that's a really good answer. Um, that's actually, I'm not going to lie. That's a real, that's a great answer. And if Thank I can... You. I'd like to expand on that answer. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So um, I, I'm just giving, I'm, this is advice for the listener who's listening and going, yeah, like that sounds great. So I, so I'm an activist. I've done a lot of activism on the front lines in New York City um, for the decriminalization of sex work, but also just within the Black Lives Matter movement as a, as a whole. So 
Um, you can see that within my work. If you Google me, you can see that. So absolutely agree that the energy there is very profound. And even in a small place like Kansas City, and I mean, relatively small, it's not a, it's not a major city where like if a protest, it's going to be quite intimate, right? You'll probably see the same people over and over and become familiar. So if you're someone who you see someone at protest that looks interesting, or you see someone um, who you're like, hmm, maybe I might want to talk to them. Here's how you do it. One. Do not go up to them and hit on them. Do not go up to them and straight up be like, hey, can I have your number? Like it's because this is a space where people are coming to like fight for something better themselves, you know, all of these things. And so, you know, the way, the best way that you can approach someone at a protest, if you're potentially romantically interested is exactly what you said. Go up to them and talk to them and see how they align with whatever movement they're doing. Um, and if you can support them in their mission or join their organization or whatever, first lead with support and then follow with friendship or romantic energy. Because if you lead with romantic energy, you're gonna come off really, really weird. Like I, I've definitely had people come up to me at actions or things that I've been leading. And they're like, oh my God, you're so, cause like, here's the thing too. Like the, the law of attraction is the law, this is the law of attraction, okay? It is something adrenaline. And you know, so, so if you're going and you're fighting for something, you're gonna be aroused because you're going and you're fighting for something powerful. You see someone else fighting for something powerful. It's a very erotic space. Uh, it's a very like, okay, we're all fighting for this and don't throw someone hot in there. And then it's just a whole mixed bag of like, I want this person, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> naturally so, I mean, I've done it myself. And so just be mindful of how you're approaching someone in those settings, but it's absolutely the best way to find a partner because they are probably more aligned with you than not, especially if they're willing in a place like Kansas City to show up, have their face being shown, show up physically and, and offer support. I think that's really hot. I love that. So you think it's better to meet someone there than at a dispensary? Absolutely. Okay. That's fair. I think uh, I would actually agree too. Yeah, that, that's, that, that's a great, I'm, I'm great just, answer. You know, it's probably the same people, but I'm just kind of like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of crossover. <laughs> My number four is it's a dinner spot. It's like on uh, the crossroads area and it's uh, extra virgin. Oh! Yeah. which yeah it's like tapas food and there's really fun cocktails you can eat outside if you want to if it's nice out i think it's just yeah it's a great spot for a first date and you can just share a couple little appetizers and get to know each other i approve of that one that was good that one's better than the dispensary yes absolutely okay. that was great that's why it's number four yeah brock is anything bad uh, happening to extra virgin are we good there with that answer are they gonna go under soon you you know based on journalist ethics i can't tell you who i'm destroying <laughs> <laughs> No, they've, they've never been mentioned to me. I'm sure I'm sure they're safe. <laughs> okay, good. I feel good about that answer then. Um, good, good, good. <laughs> all right, so then we're on to number threes. Uh, SX, what's your number three? Okay, coming in hot at number three is Room 39 in the Westport. Room 39 is one of my favorite restaurants here. Um, the top three, my top three are great, um, but Room 39 is um, owned by some really cool people. The owner, his name is escaping me now. Ooh don't hate me if you're listening but the owner's really really great he's so awesome and 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 um, very welcoming and kind and i love going there um so room 39 has like american food i believe but really good so they have a new menu almost every day um they have breakfast and lunch and they're also open for dinner um the design inside the restaurant is very it's casual but it's nice like it's it's you can tell that there's a lot of thought going into it with their artwork their installations it's just very and their music is very very nice and welcoming um they also have like a little patio situation so i love to bring my dog there as well so you can definitely bring your dog there um and like I said, the menu is, is really good food and it ranges from anywhere from about $10 to about $15, $16. So, and their cocktails are reasonable as well. So it's a nice, it's a place if you can take a date that's like nicer, not as expensive as like Extra Virgin or from the other two places I'm going to mention. Um, but the ambiance is nice. The people are nice. The wait staff is nice. like, everyone's nice who goes there. Um, and your money is well spent there. So I would highly recommend Room 39. Um, it's in Westport, I believe off 39th Street. Um, and the owners are great and everyone's awesome. So I love that. I'm embarrassed that, yeah, I live off of 39th Street and I've <laughs> never been to room 39. It's great. I just took my whole family there for Mother's Day and we had a great Mother's Day, Mother's Day brunch. Um, and the food, the food is just exceptional. It's fucking good. It's really good. 
yeah, I need to go there. And yeah, like you said, I've looked at the menu before and it changes almost every day because it's mm-hmm. like all seasonal ingredients. So yeah, it's going to be good. It's good. And it's a mixed crowd of people. You know, you get older people, younger people, like it's very mixed um, um, guest as well. So I like that too. And you said they're dog friendly. They are. They're dog friendly. Um, they have a patty. They have like a little like walk, like on the sidewalk, they have tables. So you can bring your dog there if you want to. I don't like Lucy's allowed inside. She's a service animal. Um, but I, if you, um, but I don't think they're allowed inside because it's a restaurant otherwise the um, the patio is great though so definitely check it out that's awesome okay room 39 brock how about you man what's your number three uh any, anything in and around uh, the kc library uh library itself always cool just to do that but like their uh their event series are killer uh, between like really fascinating panels um author stuff uh and of course uh the free film series things uh my wife got to present uh, a couple of different like post screening i don't know speeches uh (laughs) uh, breakdowns of movies and q a and stuff last uh before last year's thing hit uh she she got to speak for an hour about the bling ring a movie that is in my top five and that she does not like uh, and at some point, the Q&A with the audience just became people being like, tell me more about what your husband thinks about this. And I was like, please stop asking the woman on stage what her husband thinks. This is a weird thing to be doing. I'm not but like, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, it, I, but they, uh, they're doing their film screening series this summer on the, uh, the roof of their parking garage uh, in the plaza location, which that'll be an awesome drive-in sort of sitch. So uh, yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, anything around the library seems like a cool, cool thing. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great pick. I actually, I had a book from the Plaza Library that I had since high school up until about a year ago that I had to return there because I was getting a collection notice thing notices. So, but I'm in good standing with the Plaza Library right now. So it's, it's, it all worked itself out, which is good. So I can, I can go there. Well, thank God. We all, um, Who's was that? Was that me? No, that was me. I'm oh, so no sorry. Um, my number three. It used to be McCoy's, but now it's Mickey's Hideaway in Westport. Really fun patio. Great people watching spot. It's a great place to like hang out and have some beers during the day, or if you know, yeah, great place to have dinner at night. They also they did a weird thing at Mickey's Hideaway, which I'm not crazy about. Is they everyone has like Instagram walls now, so they have a wall that just says herpes on it, so you can take a picture in front of that if you want to for whatever reason. But the food is good there. They have like a really great beer. I, I I gotta let you know, bud. Um, th- that's a joke that uh, Dimitri Martin. Yes, it's a Dimitri Martin joke, but it's funny because the person that runs Mickey's used to be my fiance, and for years that was our favorite joke that we shared. So it's like a fun thing for me that is somehow your least favorite part. Thanks for that, bud. I'm going to keep oh that one God. stored up here for next time. That's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, I really All the th- top five things about Kansas City that Pat hates because they involve Brock. Yeah, that's that's really bad. I mean, good for me. I'm a great host. Uh, <laughs> I know things about you clearly, so that's good. Um, that's a great wall. I love that wall. Fun place. Mickey's Hideaway. Go there. Where's Mickey's Hideaway? It's in Westport. It's across from like Kelly's and like Beer Kitchen. It's kind of right there in that little the heart of Westport, oh. I guess. Mm-hmm. Which is now all I think uh, Johnny Cos uh, locations. It's Johnny Cos Yard Bar, Johnny Cos Bar, whatever. Mickey's Hideaway. It's a really fun spot. Just yeah, bar food and yeah, a lot of craft beers. They make all that stuff there. It's it's pretty good. So SX, let's move on to you for your number two. Okay. Um, so these last two places are my favorite places in Kansas City that I've spent um, many a nights at. Um, and so we're going to start with the number two, which is the Monarch Bar. Um, I absolutely love the Monarch. It's one of my favorite places to go in Kansas City, um, arguably because I live very close to the Monarch now. Um, and I don't drive, so I don't like to drink and drive either. Um, so I always like kind of walk to the Monarch Bar. Um, the Monarch Bar, I think. So here's the thing about the Monarch. Are the drinks expensive? Yes. Are the vibes right? Yes. Um, the and staff the is, yeah, the vibe is great, but also like the people who work there are truly some of the nicest people I've ever met. Um, I've definitely felt a lot of community with the people at the Monarch. Um, they're just so nice, so kind, you know, um, and beyond just a level of like 
oh, you're buying really expensive drinks. I'm going to be nice to you. Like they truly are just like genuinely nice people. Um, and there's a few bartenders that I just love. Um, and every time I go in, they're just like, how are you? What's going on? And it's just like, I never feel uncomfortable or um, like I'm not supposed to be there. I, I love... Um, the people who go there, like it's a very mixed crowd who goes to the Monarch. It's older, it's younger, it's white, it's black, it's it's mixed with everyone. And I really like that as well. And it's just a place in Kansas City where people can like dress up and go and like feel, you know, feel cute. And like, oh, you know, we're doing the whole thing. Um, and so as far as a first date, here's, here's my first date advice at the Monarch. The Monarch is a bit, bit much for a first date. And it, why? Because it's expensive. So it's a great place to make a good impression though. So the reason I love the Monarch is because they have over 56 drink options. And so when you walk into the Monarch and you sit down with the date, you're able to tell immediately what kind of person they are. Me, I'm not looking at a menu, martini up with salt, you decide, a little spicy, thank you. I'm not looking at all this shit. I don't know what these elixirs and all this, I don't care. And that already gives you an impression of me. Like, you're like, okay, that's who she is. And then there's other people, you know, who are like, oh, I wanna try this, I wanna try that. And the cool part about this is that you can um, not only see what their taste is like and, you know, how they present themselves, how they show up, how they dress, but also how willing are they to adapt to different environments and different kind of situations and, and different options. Um, now, here's the other thing. Unless you're a big baller, you need to preface this with, we're going to grab our first drink at the Monarch and go to another location after. And here's why. Two drinks are going to run you about $45 with tip. Very much worth it. Great experience. Beautiful place to start it off. But if you're someone who knows damn well, you cannot buy another round. Okay. You either need to say, Hey, like, I love this place. It's really good. It's really nice and high quality experience, but we're probably only going to grab our first drink there. And then maybe we'll walk to the plaza and have another drink somewhere else. Okay. And there's really great options around some honorable mentions. that did not make the list for date night would be rye on the plaza. I absolutely love rye on the plaza. Their cocktails are about $5 during happy hour, $10 um, during normal service. So that's really good. Um, you know, Kona and a few other places around there are really nice. But just preface it with, hey, you know, I want to take you somewhere beautiful and, and, and to start the night off, but just to let you know, we probably should just grab one drink and then I have a few other places we could try. Um, and if not, ball out, get your girl whatever she wants or whatever the case may be. Or if you're that type who's like, let's split the bill. I highly don't recommend splitting the bill on the first date. But if you're that type, you could also say, hey, you know, these drinks are really nice. Depending on the person, you know, hey, do you want to split, you know, the bill? Um I love, I, I love the Monarch. It's a great, like I said, great first impression place. Like definitely kind of like the top, top of Kansas City experiences go. Um, and I recommend going during the week. Um, if you go on the weekends, that's more of like a second date or third date situation because it's very loud, very uh, people there and kind of like not very personable. But if you go on Monday, Tuesdays or Wednesdays or even a Thursday, it's very calm and collected. The music's nice. The, 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 um, the lighting's great. Like it's, it's awesome. So that's my recommendation. And also they do have beer. The beer is going to run you about $8 a bottle, which is a bit on the pricey side for a, a fucking Stella or something, but they yeah, do yeah. have that option too. So you don't have to get an expensive cocktail either, but it's very much worth the vibes. You said a martini. Is that your go-to drink then? Uh, it's salt. Are you not paying attention? <laughs> no, it's, it's stood out because I've never heard martini with salt before. Uh, no, it's uh, a margarita. Um, actually, the bartender, Ben and Scott, they know exactly the drink that I absolutely love. And they I don't even order anymore. Most of the time, I just go in and they make it for me. It's the best cocktail I ever had in my life. So good. That's a, that's a great endorsement. Okay, so then if I ordered like a whiskey drink, what would that say about me? Um, it depends. So if you order a whiskey drink, it says about you that you don't want to make a decision and that you're, the bartender needs to decide for you. If you order a specific whiskey drink, it wow. shows whether yeah. you like a strong or a light beverage. Mm. Um, and the, the great part about the Monarch though is it's the place where you can walk in and you go, I want a whiskey drink. And then they can create something for you that's unique and for you. Um, but it's just kind of the, what the impression that it makes if you say, I want to go to the Monarch is, it's an impression that you like nice places, but it's also an impression that you want to experience something nice um, with someone else. Um, and it, and it, it's of, of value for you to spend that, to enjoy um, a nice ambiance and a nice beverage with someone else. Um, and it also gives her the chance to present herself, you know, if she wants to dress up or if she wants to, you know, be what, however, it's a great, it's a great way to suss out. Like if you're someone who travels a lot or you're someone who is in a lot of different type of spaces, it's a great first date because it's saying, 
can she match my swag? Can she show up and be with me? Or vice versa, can he match my swag? Can he, can I go anywhere with him? And he, I know he can dress okay. He knows how to treat the servers or the waiters. And he is not thrown off by being in different environments. That's what I think the monarch is because it's a mixed bag of people who go in there. And trust me, you can very much tell the type of person you are when you, when you walk into the monarch in the best of ways, nothing, nothing bad. That's a great pick. Yeah, I've never been to the monarch bar and I stopped drinking about eight and a half months ago because you said you didn't like drinking and driving. I love drinking and driving. So that's part of why I, I had to stop. It but, is like your Kansas favorite City. thing, bud. Oh, it was, it was so much fun. I'm telling you, Kansas City, it's real easy to do. It's so easy to do. And the the I, I think they brought them back. Don't don't quote me on this, but they also do have a nice menu of non-alcoholic cocktails, of, of elixirs, they call them. So I really loved that too, because they had an element of like nice, nice things, right? Yeah. Not just a goddamn soda water and orange juice or some bullshit. It's like actually curated and put together that are non-alcoholic so that's another great monarch thing now i haven't been to like the mercury room or the Virgis room or anything like that i'd imagine they're equally as nice but the the the, the staff and how they make you feel welcome like you feel like you're literally going into applebee's when you go in the monarch like they're just nice people like it's that's just, how you sold me yeah I'm going into applebee's i'm in now i'm going yeah so that's, um, my, that's my number two. Ah, that's crazy. That's my number two. I love it. Brock, how about you, man? What's your number two pick? Uh, our, our, our old pitch office uh, was uh, apparently like across the street from Monarch. And I often think that if I'd taken this job, then I would have just been drained financially. <laughs> like, oh, it's just right there. I'll just go there for lunch and drink every single day. That'll, that'll work out. Uh, <laughs> my number two here is uh, Green Room uh, in Westport, but specifically uh, the outdoor porch area. Uh, it's got a very specific vibe to it. It's not too big, but it's not too small. Uh, it always has like just positivity running through it and you have to order through a tiny window. But most, most importantly, if this is gonna be a first date, there's a, there's a good chance that you're a gigantic dumbass who decided to try and take your date to see improv comedy at the improv theater next door, not fully understanding that no one in the history of time has ever enjoyed improv comedy uh, and so this is just a great way to make it up to her with a with a with a drink and uh maybe some weird farmer fries so uh yeah that's my number two i love green room dude also by the way i have a terrible i i took a girl to an improv show on a first date and it was awful we've we've all been there we've all made that mistake <laughs> yeah um, yeah and like we, we, we and i know each other the show. We stand up in los angeles so like we're both that person and have both been like, well, my friend wanted me to come see this. Maybe it'll be fine. And then have really disappointed somebody. So like, yeah, I, that tracks. <laughs> comedy, comedy could be a hard first date. Yeah, it's. I think it's probably like, one of the worst things you can do on a first date. Here's the thing though, it, it, it's, it's in line with what we were tracing earlier about like, it'll really show you a person. Like you can tell from what jokes they laugh at, but yes. mostly that's just incredibly polarizing because it, maybe your politics are different or maybe your sense of humor is completely different. Or maybe she's just like, I don't know why he he's let, making me listen to this person. And you're like, I didn't write his material. I, I, <laughs> I really apologize that he's doing like Tim Allen's sexist women in the kitchen stuff from the early nineties. It is not a reflection of me. I don't know that man. So yeah, <laughs> let's leave comedy off the list. That's a lot of Kansas City comedy right there. It should have been a good sign. This girl fell asleep during the improv show next to me, which was, you know, not great. I looked over and she was dead asleep, which is, you're right. I think the, the right reaction, but then um, everything was going so bad that night that I was just like, hey, you know what? I'm going to try to kiss this girl. And when I did, she just pulled her head back and was like, oh God, no thanks. And then that was it's, it's good that you got sober, bud. There's there's so many little red flags that you should have seen coming a long time ago. Yeah. So it's it's yeah, it's better without the booze. Who knew? It's almost like alcohol's poison. It's almost but, like it's a neurotoxin. It's almost <laughs> like <laughs> and we okay, we already said my number two, which is the Nelson Atkins, which again oh. it's the best. Uh go to the Nelson. There's so much to do there. Yeah. So then we're on to number one. So SX, what is your number one date spot in Kansas City? Okay, my number one date spot in Kansas City is Farina. Um, it's a Michael Smith restaurant. Um, shout out to Michael and Nancy, y'all are amazing. Um, I absolutely love Farina. Um, 
now I feel like my date spots are a bit tailored to me in a way sometimes I think my beginning ones were a little bit more considerate to the people but this one is really just a place that I love um so they're only open Tuesday through Saturday um they have an amazing happy hour from five o'clock to seven o'clock um they have oysters that are flown in every day they have new specials all the time and the the it's just a beautiful spot like it's kind of it's overlooking the beautiful town topic um <laughs> downtown <laughs> great scenery uh and it's actually right next to extra virgin um i i like extra virgin they have a great espresso martini but i'm i'm i like farina i like their menu more um again price ranges it's a little bit more on the expensive side the, the entrees and things the start about 15 dollars to about maybe 20 25 um so you're spending a little bit more um there to take someone to dinner but their happy hour is amazing they have happy hour specials um at the bar only i love the oyster bar um they have an oyster bar where the um the guy is like chucking the oysters and putting everything together it's really nice and um it, it's really a great place to look and sit and look at somebody and like talk to them and um it's great it feels like you're i don't like the term it feels like you're not in kansas city because you are in kansas city and that's part of the beauty of kansas city but it just feels a bit transcendent like maybe perhaps you know, like fresh oysters in Kansas City. Like, do y'all hear it? See an ocean, ocean, ocean. <laughs> do y'all hear an ocean around us anywhere? No. So to have such delicious fresh oysters is is such a treat, and I love Fabina for that. Um, and again, the staff, amazing, the nicest people I've ever met. Every time I go in there, they're so nice, so welcoming, and I think. The, the, the thing about Kansas City is people think that nice places like they're not welcome there or it's prestigious or it's elitist and it's like it's kind of the complete opposite the people are so nice the patrons of these nice restaurants um that you want to just go over and over and over again so I've been to Farina several times admittedly I go there a lot by myself because ladies if you're listening don't wait for a man to take you anywhere take yourself okay you're the best date ever sometimes men just ruin things no offense to the men I'm with but like sometimes it's just like you got to go by your and enjoy by yourself okay so if you want to take someone else on a date or yourself on a date farina is sickening it's amazing now reservations you can call and make reservations with nancy they don't do online reservations um they're, they're typically not super busy but now that COVID's like lifting the restrictions you may want to just check and see um and then you can hop next door to extra virgin um a fair is really close um some of the some hot ones that didn't make the list are really close in that area um including the crossroads hotel which is like one of my favorite spots to go to reasonable drink prices as well um so yeah so that's that's my number one is farina it's hot it's sexy it's like you can wear something nice or wear something casual the staff is going to make you feel really welcomed and nice and get some oysters oysters are an aphrodisiac and they're hot and they're fresh and you should get some oysters you that's, that's a great pick. I love Farina. Uh, not an aphrodisiac is all the pasta that I eat when I go there, though. Yes, Amazing. I love their pasta. And they make it in-house fresh. Like, every single thing there is just so fresh and good. It's like, it's some of the best food I've had in the world is Farina. Yeah, yeah always. I get a couple, but definitely, like, I think it's the Cacio e Pepe, if I'm definitely not saying that right. But they also have, like, squid ink pasta. Uh, all of it's just phenomenal. Oh. Yeah. And their happy hour. And this is another thing too, like in, as far as the first date goes, I think their happy hour is great because it's from five to seven. Um, the, the, the appetizers are cheaper um, and the drinks are cheaper for the happy hour. And it's a great way to be like, okay, you can still continue your night if you need to, um, or you can continue the night together. But happy hours, I think are a great way um, for the pocket and for the mind to meet someone. Cause during that time of day, it's very much can go either way and it's kind of like no harm no foul if someone wants to meet you so that's in the crossroads um i think off of broadway or something like that and there's a lot of the cool thing is there's a lot of walkable places around there so i like i like that as a first date option yeah that's that's a really really great pick um and i also have some honorable mentions that didn't make the list if we yeah. have time that i love to say but after you guys go sure yeah uh so yeah michael smith i mean he's always crushing that that restaurant's amazing and i love and he's there every single night. I have never been into Farina and not seen the chef and not seen the owners. Like to me, that's a big deal. Cause I'm like, they care about the food. They care about the service. They care about the people. Like every time I've ever been into Farina, I promise you, 
Michael has come up to me and said, hey, how are you? You good? Is the food good? Great. That's, that's really cool. You don't yeah. get that yeah. in New York. You don't get a chef walking around in New York saying, hey, how are you? And not only that, but the food is delicious, you know? So, you know, when I walk in, I see Nancy, I say, hi, Nancy, how are you? You know, it's like the, the owners are there. Like, it's something that they are invested in. They care about it. And I think that makes not only the food so great, but again, the environment is very welcoming and nice. Um, the, the, now, this crowd, I will say, is a bit older. Don't get a lot of youngins in there, but that's okay. It's still yeah. fabulous, but it is, it is a little older, older people there, but that's fine. It's fine. No, and I like that you said that people should take themselves out because I'm a big proponent of that. Like, you know, you can sit at the bar, you can have a nice meal, you can have a drink. Um, and it's great. Yeah, take yourself out. Enjoy yourself. And don't sit there and scroll on your phone. Don't. So you've seen me eating at a bar then. No, I, I so when I take myself out, if you're listening, and you're like, how do I take myself out on a date? Pick something, you know, pick, a, um, get a book. You can get a book or get a notebook or whatever. But just say one hour, one hour today. I'm not going to scroll on my phone. I'm not going to, or you can even get on FaceTime with someone. I get on FaceTime with my best friend all the time, but just be there. Enjoy. Don't be scrolling, looking at other people, what other people are doing and what the world is doing. Focus on you for just a moment and enjoy that meal. Taste the flavors. Like, have you ever taken a moment and looked at oysters? Like they are some of the most majestic looking pieces of, of food in the entire world. There are no oysters made the same. It's so beautiful. and has these like um, iridescent colors in it have an oyster be on the beach taste taste have have a good time relax enjoy yourself it's just like a good life mantra yeah have an oyster enjoy yourself <laughs> yeah sorry brock how about you man what's your number one pick uh i'll preface this by saying that as soon as i give it i'm gonna have to hop off because uh it turns out i have a paper to run uh if i do what you guys see, I get to record those honorable mentions so i will listen to the episode <laughs> to find out the rest uh just yeah. took the notes on where to get the oysters there because i have not tried them since moving here for the reason that you listed about oceans. So good, 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 good. Gonna take myself out. Um, yeah, number one on me uh, goes to Drunken Worm on 39th Street. Um, it is a safe, well-lit, uh, cool spot with good-ass people. Uh, the kind of people that like uh, are, are it, it surprised me when I moved here how progressive, cool, and smart they were uh, right off the bat when uh, we were basically alone and somebody in the bar called somebody else a bitch. And one of the dudes was like, we don't use that language here. It's like, okay, so this is like one of those them there safe spaces. Uh, and I've, I've seen them uh, interject to protect people on many occasions. So I, first and foremost, just a real safe spot, but also kind of jammed in close in such a way and the the sound works in such a way that like you kind of want to get in there with somebody and like talk real close to them even though like there there is that and uh i don't know sometimes that little swish uh is 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 cool on a first date uh again just for seeing like what does it feel like in the space with this person without invading their space and i i feel like that's a positive thing to have anyway uh, you two finished up the episode. Can't wait to listen to it. Pleasure to meet you and good luck in New York. Uh, thanks so <laughs> Bye, much, My pleasure. Drunken Worm. That's a place that I'd go to a lot because I live right by there. Um, I've never been to Drunken Worm, but that sounds great. And I think I'd like to try it. And my number one pick is, have you been to the Screenland? Greenland. Yeah, it's that's, awesome. that's a great pick too. Yeah, and it's, it's it's locally owned. It's really cool. They have all kinds of like craft beers and cocktails mm-hmm. that you can take into the movie or just hang out in the lobby. And there's like lots of stuff right by there too to like you know get food or if you want to get a coffee or whatever. There's all kinds of stuff you can do around there. And movies are coming back now. I think like mm-hmm. finally. And yeah, it's a fun thing to do. Like, I mean, I know it's not a great date to sit in silence for a whole thing, but if you hit it off, you can meet beforehand or talk about the movie afterwards. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, that would be my pick. Okay, you redeemed yourself there. I, I do really like the Screenland Armor. Um, it is locally owned. So I grew up in North Kansas City. I went, I used to go to the park. I went to North Kansas City um, Community Center. Like I grew up right um, in those apartments, like up that big hill in North Kansas City. Um, I think North Kansas City gets a bad rap. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why, probably because there's a lot of refugees and immigrants that live in North Kansas City, so people are fucking racist. Um, but yeah, I, uh, it's true. We have a lot of refugees that are, are live in America. I mean, not in America, but in Kansas City specifically that live over in North Kansas City. Um, I love the Screenland Armor. I was just bragging about them the other day about how it's such a great spot because, you know, all these movie theaters are kind of closing, um, like the Alamo, right? And so... Yeah. 
Screenland is like holding on. I went to go see the first movie I saw there was um not the first movie I'm sure in my life, but <laughs> in the city yeah. was um, a glitch in the matrix. I um, mean, it was this really niche um docu documentary about simulation theory, which I'm obsessed with. And I went with my um my per person I'm dating right now, and we had it was no one in the theater. It was just us, um, which is not great for business, but for us it was really nice. Um, <laughs> yeah. And like you said, yeah, like for a first date, it's like afterwards. So you can even preface it with like, let's meet and have a drink before or after. But the people who work there are also really nice. Yeah. Um, and I, I almost feel like every time I go in there, there's like a few of their friends like hanging out. <laughs> so they're like just yeah. always really nice. Um, tickets are reasonable. Drinks are reasonable. They have like pizza and stuff. Um, and so I, I like the Spanish Armor. I highly recommend Spanish Armor. Yeah. And if you want to, in like some of the bigger theaters they have, yeah, they have like couches so you can sit on a couch. Oh my God. So I went to go see, um, <laughs> I went to go see the King Kong movie with Godzilla. Oh yeah. And we heard really great reviews. We're like, okay, let's go see it. Fell asleep, laid on the couch. <laughs> and so I was with, I was with my partner and I was like, I was like, I'm just going to lay my head down here on your lap. And he's like, okay. D drool woke up with the credits drooling i'm like so these couches shouldn't exist because the way, <laughs> the way that i literally and he was like you look so peaceful i didn't want to wake you up i'm like i'm actually i had a deep went into rim sleep during that movie so <laughs> but it definitely is a good thing for screenland armor because i will go it was so comfortable like i just felt so comfortable it was great <laughs> yeah, that's that's the you know height of comfort i think is just being able to fall asleep <laughs> It was embarrassing though, because I mean, I'm telling you, I had it was like I was drew, I was asleep, <laughs> and the credits, and the credits came on. And I was like, "Where are we?" <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was that was funny. Yeah, love. That's, that's a great nap, though. I mean, like I honestly like I have not seen that movie yet. I probably will at some point, but I saw the last one, and like I wish I'd fallen asleep because it was so long, and I was just it like. Was very long and i think it just says something about me that like in complete chaos i could fall asleep like, <laughs> it's just like violence apparently puts me to sleep because that movie was just I like that. no but i also totally get that you know if i get like horizontal on a couch or anything it's like i'm just going to fall asleep it's a matter of time <laughs> yeah so that was funny i did go on a date there i did fall asleep i don't recommend that um but it was nice it was great all right well then let's do uh honorable mentions then what are what are ones that didn't quite make the cut okay honorable mentions and i'll keep it short because there's a lot of honorable mentions um okay. but a few dog friendly places that i really like so in kansas city there's a handful of gyms that are hotels here um and every hotel is dog friendly um they are by like i don't know if it's by law but just like by that they're dog friendly so Places that are dog friendly here are Lowe's Hotel. So Lowe's has a really awesome bar, awesome rooftop. Um, you can have your dog in the hotel. You just can't have them at the bar. So a okay. nice little hack is you can go to the bar, order your drink, and then all that space at the Lowe's, you can literally sit anywhere in the hotel and have a drink. This does take you being a little bit clear with your your date of saying hey here's what i want to do do you want to do this with me um and it can be really awesome i i love lowe's too i don't go there as often anymore but i do like lowe's um it's a great little bar um and in that same light the fontaine over on west plaza is also pretty dog friendly um they have a nice little rooftop it's kind of small um so i don't know how they're going to fare when the world's like back to normal but um as in like you may have to wait a little bit but they have a great um, outdoor area and a bar area and it's really nice there at the Fontaine and also as mentioned the Crossroads too the Crossroads is sickening I love the Crossroads because they have a rooftop and they have a bar um, the drinks are about ten dollars for a cocktail which I think is nice and they also have art installations so if you're ever going it's a nice little like you can take your drink and walk over to the art installation and look at it it's very intimate and nice um, and there's several restaurants in that area it's like around the corner from Farina and Extra Virgin um, some other honorable mentions um, for dates would be um, the Green Lady Lounge. You yeah. love the Green Lady Lounge. Now, the Green Lady Lounge is a great first date spot. Why? Because it's dark, it's sexy, the drinks are affordable, and there's music. So there's a lot of things kind of happening to where if you're feeling out that chemistry, you can kind of let it, you know listen to the music or whatever, whatever. Or if the chemistry is there, they have these little booths and it's just very intimate. Like it's very much like you're in a very you're in a public setting so it's a good first first date but it is intimate 
Um, you can become close if you want to, which I think is really sexy and fun. Um, and the Westport Cafe. Love the Westport Cafe for a nice yeah. late night situation. They have good drinks. Um, they have a happy hour from like nine to like close. Um, definitely one of the best, better French restaurants in Kansas City. Um, I love Westport Cafe. Now, is it a weekend spot? I don't know. The weekends can be a little hectic in Westport. So this may be a weekday date that you go on. And let's see. Um, so the last day I went on was at the Westport Cafe. Yeah, I like Westport. Now, okay, so you're you're all right. You're not you. You're not <laughs> all. Uh, <laughs> you're really redeeming yourself here. Got and, it. Um, a last few dates that are a bit more interactive that can be fun is there's this group here called. They perform the first Fridays all the time. They start with a Q. Qnix, Qnix, Qnox. Okay. QNX, QNOX. I'm going to look it up real quick. I miss but First Fridays, by the way. It's what? I miss First I miss, I miss first Fridays. Yeah, it's a First Fridays thing. Um, God, I'm not doing it justice right now, but they're a live performance group, and they've been doing performances on the top of Ambassador Hotel. Oh, cool. um, it's sickening. It's great. It's a fun, like, interactive date night, and they're, they just started um, having things back. Um, and I got, like, three more, and that's it, Okay. Uh, the other one is the planetarium. We have a planetarium here. Take a day to the planetarium. It's awesome. Um, and then also, um, last but not least is the Hey Hey Club, um, at the Rieger Distillery. They have a speakeasy there. That's awesome. And you should try that out. It's very intimate, low key. I don't think anyone even knows about it. And the drinks are literally made from the distilled liquor that's at that location. Um, and so that's that. I could keep going, but I think that's, that's really good cool. enough for you guys. Uh, that's good enough for the pitch, I think. And so yeah. I love, I think everyone deserves to date. And I think that like right now during COVID, it can be very difficult because we're all kind of isolated from each other. And oftentimes like we're meeting people for dates and we don't necessarily get to like meet everything else around them because we're isolated so like we're meeting them and that's it and so these places are really just kind of bring out who this person could be or um or who you want to see again and just to be open and honest and you know put yourself out there and that um everyone deserves to find love no matter who you are and so i hope you all um take that challenge yourself to put yourself out there above dating apps dating apps are Anyway, we don't have time for that today. But yeah, <laughs> that's, that. Uh, that's that. But yeah, I am deleting all my dating apps though because it's uh, it's been a waste of time for me as of lately. Anyway, um, yeah, I've only um, you know, in Kansas City, I've really only met one person who I think is profound on a dating app um, that I really care for. Um, I think dating apps. You know, I work in sex tech, so sex you know, dating apps are very much a part of sex technology in a great way. You know, we talk a lot about virtual companionship and things like that. Um, I think dating apps can be a bit shallow mm -hmm. um, and be a bit hard because you're meeting someone on a level that like, you just don't know everything about them. And so the only thing kind of keeping you together is your will to be together. And let's be honest, that's really not how relationships are built. <laughs> right. If it's just, a, you know, the will of being together or love is not just enough to keep people together. And so- yeah. Um, but that's more on that later. But I, I, I do have an episode on my podcast about that. Um, and, you know, if you're feeling a bit drained by dating apps, you're not the only one. You're not the only one. Sure. Now, I was gonna say, yeah, as we wrap things up, then where can people find you? What do you have going on? What's coming up? Ah! Yeah, totally. Um, so I'm SX Noir, um, the thought leader of sex technology. You can find me everywhere at S-X-N-O-I-R. Um, you can find my work at sxnoir.com. Um, you can also follow us at Women of Sex Tech. We are an organization of women and marginalized genders entering the sex tech industry. So if you're thinking, what is sex tech? Can I get involved? Um, this is a great entry point for you to do so. We have events all the time. And for the Pitch KC members listening, if you're listening and you're interested, email me, message me online. I'll give you a free membership. Oh, that's cool. I will. If you're, if you're, act, if you're actually listening, you made it to this point, you listen to all our riffraff, you're someone who's interested in sex and or tech, um, DM me. I got you on a membership. Don't worry. Um, and I also have the second season of my podcast coming out called Thought Leader Pod. Um, it's going to be coming out in the next few weeks where I'm interviewing dominatrices, influencers, um, just people who own, like, just, it's fucking awesome. It's going to be a really, really cool podcast. Um, 
And yeah, what else do I have? Um, I have a documentary coming out. I have a lot of things happening, but those are probably the mains. So that's really cool. That's that. Yeah. We have a documentary coming out. It involves sex tech, I'm assuming. Yeah, uh, it's called. Um, it's not. It's not coming out as of like right now. We have right. another action this summer. Um, we're doing some more activism this summer that we're going to put into the documentary. But it's called Corona Thoughts, um, and it is how COVID nineteen has impacted the sex industry as a whole. Um, and it embodies my activism and just different things that I've been working on over the last year within the sex work decriminalization in the Black Lives Matter movement and how it intersects deeply um, and just kind of overall how I've navigated activism. Um, and yeah, just kind of like highlighting these stories that are often forgotten um, and just making sure people understand how resilient the sex industry has been during COVID-19. Absolutely. Well, no, that's a really cool thing you're doing and like what a, what a dope way to use your platform. Yeah, well, thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Hell yeah, that was it. That was Casey Top 5 First Date Spots. Before we get out of here, I will recap everyone's list real quick. Uh, at number 5, SX Noir had the Nelson Atkins Museum, specifically a picnic at the Nelson. At number 4, she had Bar K. At number 3, Room 39. Number 2, The Monarch Bar. And at number 1, she had Farina. For Brock's top five, he had at number five, the movie theater on Main Street. No matter what it is, whether it's the AMC, the Alamo, or what is soon to be the B&B, it's the movie theater downtown on Main Street. At number four, he had the front steps of City Hall. At number three, a Kansas City library location. Number two, Green Room Burgers and Beer in Westport. And at number one, he had the Drunken Worm on 39th Street. At number five, I had Nature Med Dispensary. At number four, Extra Virgin. Number three, Mickey's Hideaway. Number two, also the Nelson Atkins Museum. And number one, the Screenland Movie Theater. As always, I want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you liked it, tell a friend. If you haven't uh, subscribed on iTunes and given us a rating, that really does help us out. If you have ideas for topics we should do on the show or guests you think I should have on, please let me know. I'm at Patrick Moore KC on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you to KC Band Dog Lava for the music. Be sure to check them out on Spotify and follow them on Instagram at Dog Lava. I'm Patrick Moore. Thank you again so much for listening. Seriously, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. And I will see you next week here on KC Top 5. This was a production of the Pitch Podcast Network. The Pitch is Kansas City's independent source for news and culture. Check out thepitchkc.com to see more podcasts from us, including information for how to subscribe to The Pitch or become a sustaining member. Story ideas or feedback? Write to tips at thepitchkc.com. Pitch in and we'll make it through.